0: Every day for the duration of this current unpleasantness, Cood Street is spending 10 minutes with readers and book lovers from around the world, asking them what they're reading and what they'd recommend to anyone with a bit of an unexpected time on their hands. Today, I'm spending 10 minutes with multiple award-winning author Ian MacDonald, who joins me from Belfast, Northern Ireland.
1: Hello, Ian. Hello, Jonathan.
0: How are you? I'm well, and you good self. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what can you say? Yeah. Surviving being shut in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, very much it. it's it's yeah, it's business as usual, but every night is a wine night. So.
0: <laughs> Not a gin night.
1: Not a gin night, no.
0: And are you finding that the um the whole chaos of the world is impacting on your ability to work? Or are you still able to kind of get down to it when you have to?
1: I'm kind of working on um it's, it's, it's kind of carving out, it's carving out time actually and kind of preserving that time, uh, because Enid's in the house with me as well. And, um, not that she distracts me, but I distract myself if she's around, you know, I'll, I'll come, I'll, I'll go and chat to her or you know, sit with her, do stuff like that. What is interesting because I'm, I'm doing this kind of very kind of near future, uh, present to near future book at the moment is, folding coronavirus thing into it because any near future book that's going to arrive and then uh, (laughs) it's going to have to be in there somewhere and it's kind of trying to look ahead to see how big an impact how quickly do things get back to normal how how short is the public memory because we do have short memories for, for for bad stuff especially things like diseases um that's, that's kind of interesting. Um, you don't think the economic
0: you, disruption will keep it in our minds for a good long time? I think it may, yeah.
1: Um, but it, it is just interesting to see how things change as well. Um, I've kind of ordered a research book on uh, Amsterdam apparently is going to remodel its economic economic model, which is a horrible sentence, but um, they're they're kind of going to redesign the way that Amsterdam functions, um, something called donut economics. Um, The book book arrives on Monday, but I'm I'm just interested in in kind of how that sort of thing would work rather than kind of traditional economic models. Um, You know, it could be very interesting that way.
0: Yeah. So generally, writers, in my experience, start off as readers. Are you finding yourself reading much with all of this going on? Uh, is it mostly book research, or are you getting, getting to read for pleasure?
1: There's quite um, there's, there's quite a lot of um, there's a lot of research at the moment. Um, uh, yet again, it's kind of setting out reading time. Um, Fortunately, the weather is nice here, so I can so, so I can sit in the back garden and, and kind of and, and get some reading time. Uh, I've got about, th- like everybody, I've got about three books on the go at the moment as well. Uh, so, but yeah, um, getting more done. And yes, tack, the the to be read pile. I'm kind of adding to it. It's, it's two books read, one, we all kind of one, one book yeah. added to the to yeah. be read pile. So I'm getting through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are you reading?
1: Right. Oh, hell. I've got to reach out a shop pile of books here. Uh, I've got, the, uh, <laughs> I've got the Chronicles of Earth, uh, the, the Complete Earthsea. Now that's the that's book for pleasure because it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing in every way. And I'd forgotten how lovely the, I'd forgotten how lovely the the actual, the actual writing is in this, how lovely the sentences are. For research, I am reading this by Ian Urbina. Uh, book called the, it it created survival. Basically, basically, the ocean is, there is no law out there. The law of the sea is no law at all. Um uh, it's the mad shit that goes on outside territorial waters. It is genuinely hair raising stuff. That's a research book. Um, very glad I got that. Uh, yeah, just you can't read too much of it in one go because you, because you just, because you just start mouthing. Uh, <laughs> The actual. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, <laughs> amazing. So those two are keeping me going at the moment. Actually, that's and they're both blue books as well. well.
0: Yeah. So, so Earth, yeah. Yeah. Earthsea and research.
1: So Earthsea, yes, yeah, Earthsea and Ian uh, Ian Arbreen is the yeah. The, the, and the, and the, so the, you you got yeah. the
0: what the big Charles Vess uh, illustrated edition of Earthsea, is it?
1: I do have the big Charles Vess illustrated Earthsea. Yep, that's that's the one. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
0: and let me ask you, I mean, given that people are stuck indoors or a lot of people are stuck indoors more than they usually are, would you recommend in times like these people reading for comfort and distraction or going for those challenging reads that maybe they wouldn't normally get to?
1: I think a bit of both. I mean, if you're going to read two books, you know, read one that stretches you um, when you get you know, when it starts beating you around the head, then then switch to the comfort read. Um yeah it's it's a good time to push your reading kind of outside uh yeah you know, outside the comfort zone and you know in in a sense reading reading has been fairly much unaffected by what's going on you can still get you still get books delivered to your door you can still download stuff it's uh it's kind of kind of one area that kind of may yeah survive intact
0: so is there anything you'd recommend to people to seek out if
1: they're looking to distract themselves? I have a couple of interesting books. Yes, uh, right. Uh, I was at the. I'm holding. We can't see this damn thing. Um, I was uh, at the guest at the Bangalore Lit- Literary Festival last year in Bangalore, India, and I got I picked up a copy, a copy a book called Magical Woman. It's an anthology of women, of Indian women's writing uh, stories edited by Sukanya Venkatragavam. Um, of basically uh, Indian writers in India, for the f- for the most part, uh, women's fantasy, weird fiction written in India, and uh, it's a great book and deserves to be better known. Um, and it is by uh, what's it called? Uh, Hachette. Yeah, it's Hachette. from Hachette India. Hashed. Yeah, believe it or yeah, not, Hashed available yeah.
0: available internationally, digitally at least.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's kind of just refreshing to kind of read. Indian writing, kind of non non diasporic India, mm. Indian writing from India. Um, yeah, very yeah, very impressive collection. Yeah, I think the magic also,
0: that, that book is actually the first anthology of science fiction by women from India ever. I think it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Of 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 right of, 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 of fantastic writing. Uh, yeah. Um, great book yep, and, uh, a, a, and a pleasure to meet them all in india as well and i'm also reading Arby kelly's edge of heaven uh this is this is the spanky new edition from new press uh from the uh she, she's just a very interesting new writer the sequel is coming out um sometime <laughs> Uh, once all the fallout for the small presses kind of settles down, but I've, I've kind of known Rachel for, 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 for years. Um, Liz Burke did an edit job on this. Um, and yep, it's just a, yeah, it's, it's just quite like nothing else out there. It's kind of got the weirdness of, uh, Trisha Sullivan's, uh, early science fiction. Uh, yeah, Barbie Kelly, Edge of Heaven, new Press, get it online, uh, mm-hmm. and then wait for book two. It's kind of a love story. Yeah. All the best stories are love stories. Um, um, very few of the best stories are love stories or romances. And that's kind of what it's like.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, um, yeah recommend that. Sounds good. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And let me ask you as well, since we're talking about this, do you have anything new out in the world that people should be seeking out? And also congratulations since we have you right now. Congratulations <laughs> on your Hugo nomination for the Luna series.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, that, and that's a nice little segue into what's out at the moment, which is I've, I've got a Luna spin-off novella, or not kind of spin-off, kind of spin-in novella, uh, *The Menace from Far Side*, uh, kind of Heinleinian joke with a with a kind of a, <laughs> a kind of very bitchy main character. It makes me laugh. Um, it's, yeah, it, and it takes place about maybe 20, 30 years before the main Luna sequence, uh, from Tor.com huh? Yeah. Uh, very fond of it. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your good wishes on the series. It is kind of exciting to be. To be nominated, gutted for the New Zealanders that you know that the whole thing is going to be done like this through Skype. But it is brave and bold of them, and they'll be back. Oh Um, yeah, yeah. I am confident. So yeah, Uh, but no, it it is an honor to be an honor to be nominated. And of course,
0: I guess the other the other most recent thing actually was the final volume of the main sequence of Lunar as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Would you believe? Um, I'm I'm kind of slowing down as I get older. yeah, um Yep, yeah, I mean effectively it's it's all three of them are just one big fat novel. Yeah. Uh yeah, kind of divided into three parts. I hadn't realised when I started it, but by the time I got to part to part two to Wolfman I realised it was basically one one big fat novel and I hadn't thought out the ending by the time <laughs> I started it. Uh the Italians have done a gorgeous um one volume edition of it. Mm-hmm. Uh well, uh, Do you think that, that you would
0: ever go back and re-look at it as a, as a single volume and edit it that way, given that, I mean, like Stan Robinson did it with uh, his Science in the Capital series, which became Green Earth, you know, that was the oh, 40 yeah, signs yeah, of rain, yeah. 60 signs oh. of those ones. Does that kind of idea appeal to you for a learner at some time in the future?
1: It would be going back and um, doing the edit because uh, because I hate re- I hate rereading my old stuff. I, I can't bear to do it, <laughs> and I, I think I would just hack at it so much that there would be very little <laughs> left. Also, the, the temptation to radically rewrite bits probably towards yeah. the end, yeah. I yeah. think, is. But, but, but it is an interesting, interesting idea of actually doing you know it's kind of kind of the director's cut, you will know, fuse the whole lot into. I mean, uh, at the moment it's about it, now it's about six to eight hundred pages as one volume. Um, no, tell a lie. I'd play it. No, it's less than that. the, the Italian is 1200 pages. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, less than, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to go with the fool Peter Hamilton on it. You know, going to be a little <laughs> bit work. So <consistent>, thank Peter.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Well. It sounds like you're, you're busy. You're saying you're working on new novel and there's some other projects around. So that's yep. great. And it sounds like all's going well. So thank you very much for spending 10 minutes with me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for calling me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yep. 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 Exactly. yep, uh, yep, yep. Yeah, read those books. They're great. <laughs> <laughs>